Hi, and welcome to the r Relationship Repair Program video and podcast series. My name is Krista Harden, and I'll be guiding you through the journey. Today, you're listening to the Relate portion of the r Program, which involves recharging your romance, energizing your love life, laughing together, accepting differences, transforming through trials, and engaging one another. Now, after that, we have a bonus track which is about boundary setting now that you have such an awesome relationship. So happy to be with you today and hope that you enjoy your journey wherever you're headed off to if you're on the road or relationally if you're on that journey or hope to be. This series will help you out a lot. I am a marriage specialist, a life coach, have my master's in counseling with an emphasis in marriage and have been helping couples for over a decade. So I'm very thankful that now I get to coach couples from all over the world. Welcome. So I really want you guys to get a feeling for what I'm trying to help you with in this Relate program. Couples come to me because they are feeling just a lack of refreshment. They're feeling bored in a routine that just does not involve much romance and just unhappy with each other. That happens over the years if you're not intentional with your marriage or relationship. So when we go through the Relate program, I'm going to help you to have more joy, even if your spouse or partner isn't doing this with you. Um, But hopefully they are, and you can guide them a little bit on some basic things, even if they're not listening in or doing the workbooks with you. If you're also my in-person client, even if they're not with you, you can share a few things if it doesn't overwhelm them. And you yourself will be growing healthier. And that health that you bring to the system takes everything to a different level. Your spouse or partner has no choice but to move either forward with you or backwards when you make changes. So you have such a powerful part to play in the story, and I'm so excited for you to be on the journey. So grab your Relate book if you're at home, or a notepad. If you're in the car, just listen up. You don't have to grab anything. You can always do that afterwards. Uh, Make notes into your phone. That's what I like to do. And I'll recap everything at the end, too. So the R in the Relate series, of course, stands for recharge, because the first thing a relationship needs for repair is to recharge. Like I've said on my website, a cell phone needs a charge before you can use all your most powerful apps. When you are seeing that 10% battery sign that we all loathe seeing, you know you're not going to start making a photo book or an invitation or going and writing a complex email CCing 50 people. You're going to lay low. You're going to use it for emergencies. You're in survival mode. And that's where you are when you start the Relate program many times. Uh, you're just feeling kind of like, uh, we're just surviving together. Maybe barely at that. Um, and some of you a little bit more, but I want you to be thriving. And more importantly, you want to be thriving. You need to be thriving. You want to use your God-given gifts and talents in this world. And marriage is where you're supposed to help one another to do that. So we'll get you back on track. So, But the first thing you need is to remember... Don't start out by screaming out all your problems when you're trying to solve marriage disrepair. And I know that's so counterintuitive, but remember the cell phone analogy that you just don't get out all the big dogs. What you need is a recharge first. Your relationship is so depleted and exhausted that it just won't work. Get out of the boxing ring. Trust me on that one. 
So for starters, you're going to do something that's pretty cool, pretty easy, um, pretty imaginative. So I hope I don't lose you here because I'm going to ask you to do a quick fantasy for me of just remembering what was going on in your relationship when you first got together. When you guys first started noticing one another or being attracted, there were certain things that drew you together. So what were those things that drew you together? Surely you can remember those wonderful times and you might say, yeah, for me it was his looks. He had a great bod and now he's not looking as fine. I mean, you might see say that with genuine, you know, feeling and that's okay if you want to be honest about that as long as you're polite. Um, you, you need to be honest. Um, as long as you're still loving and committed, which you should be if you're doing this series, at least give it these six and seven weeks that I'm asking you to commit to the Relate series um, to be in it. Of course, it's not going to work for you if you're not in it, but whatever it was, whether it was compassion or the loving kindness, the servitude that they showed or you showed them. These are the things I want you to be thinking about when you think of those early attractions in both directions. And you need to be more like that person this week. Um, and as we try to get this recharge back into your relationships, it's very, in your relationship, it's very important because there are elements of yourself that you've lost over the years or months with the stresses you guys have had in that timeline. And it's really relevant and essential for you to draw back Find out what that was that's lost, at least one of those things, and I want you to carry that forward at least one time per week so that you're really trying effectively to be more like that person that you once were. And also to ask your spouse to do the same would be amazing, and you can't control that if they're not willing to do that. What are you going to do? No, nothing. You cannot control another person. You can't make anybody um, turn into that. But this is for you because when you're attractive to them, guess what? You're probably also blessing others and yourself too. Because if you were lighter on your feet, funnier, kind, these are the things you never wanted to lose about yourself. So totally, totally do it even if they're not willing to go ahead and do that and try to be more like that attractive person and, and try to be like the person that you've seen over the years at your best points because it wasn't just at the beginning or at one best time of your relationship if your beginning was horrible as some of my clients' beginnings were. Um, they tell me, we got better with time. That's okay. You know, I'm thinking about that best time and and the next thing I want you to do after you think about that wonderful part of your spouse and, and yourself that you each fell in love with is besides trying to be like that once a day, I want you to think a little bit more about the relationship timeline, specifically your highs, your lows, get them down on paper or write them into the cell phone after you stop and just write down some big things like births, deaths, losses, moves, graduations, all these things that have contributed to your stresses and joys together. And notice if you had a lot of stresses, that there are good reasons why you guys are not in a great place right now. Give yourself credit that anybody in those circumstances would have had a difficult time. So I'd like you to really give yourself permission to take a deep breath there and just let it out with me. Let's take a deep breath together about what you're letting go of in that timeline. Let it go and give it to God right now. This is not the time to concentrate on those problems. Um, now, funny enough, 
<laughs> just let that out. I need you just for a moment to talk about those problems, not with each other, but just in your own brain. Or if you're thinking out loud, um, go ahead. If other people are around, preferably inside the head. But anyway, um, I just want you to think about them in a little bit better of a classification that you probably are thinking about them. Like right now, you're probably like, oh, my problems overwhelm me. Everything is bad. Everything, the whole drama of it, the whole overall feeling of the marriage is just so icky. Um, I want you to take a step back from that also now and just kind of categorize the problems into three to five different areas if you have as many as that. And and you might be saying, "Uh, yeah, we have like a hundred. So that's why I want you to work to just, okay, this is our romantic problems. Boom. This is our financial problem. I'm writing it on that line whatever it is, blended family issues, try to lump them in categories so that you're not overwhelmed by them, but you're also making note of them because it can feel very foreign and inauthentic if you're trying to be more like this attractive spouse you once were and you're like, oh, I totally am ignoring the fact that I hate him. Um, So try not to be that way. I want you to be authentic, but I also want you to know that you have permission to take a little vacation from your problems, as we've heard in some funny movies. Um, It's true. Take a little vacation. It's only a week, week and a half tops that I'm asking you to do this. Um, You'll need to listen to segment two so that you can get the tools for what you're going to do with those problems soon. But for now, trust me, let go and you're going to get a recharge here by trying to be that attractive spouse and getting the timeline out boom, getting the problems out, boom. And now you're going to try to more actively get a recharge. And that's by asking the age old question, how shall I love thee? And really just trying to ask your spouse, what are the ways that you enjoy being loved by me these days? And of course, similarly asking them to love you in your favorite ways to be loved these days as well. Because many couples think they have it down and they're like, oh, I totally know what my spouse loves. They love physical touch and yet they don't want it from me lately. Maybe that spouse has changed. Maybe now they're on an antidepressant or they had an accident or they're older and they do like physical touch, but not as often. Or maybe now they like gift giving. Maybe they like going out and playing racquetball or tennis with you now. And it's so important to them to do these things that you really need to check in and say, are you in the same place? Because I feel like we might be missing each other on some very basic things. And even a spouse who's like, I'm not sure why you're trying to do this marriage program will be interested in this question when you're literally saying, how can I love you better? That's a really disarming question, especially when you can at least pause for five seconds until, you know, before you then say, here's how you can love me. Um, And remember, if you have a spouse who's not willing to love you, we'll address that um, later in more depth. But for right now, I want you to know that you can trust this to God and you can also love yourself well in these favorite areas. It's helpful even for you to sit there and say, hmm, I really like exercise time. I like activities. I like adventures. My spouse just isn't there. They don't have time or energy for it um, or motivation. I think I'm going to invest in that for myself a little each day. And that is, again, going to be the framework time-wise, is one thing each day in the area that your spouse enjoys being loved. And if they're not doing that back for you enough and you're feeling that depletion, absolutely 
do that for yourself. And I'll be talking more about self-care in the Energize section, so of course you won't want to miss it for that reason too. But for now, even an annoyed spouse is going to perk up a little when you want to find out more about them. And, you know, God says that even if your love doesn't come back right to you, that our treasures in heaven are there for us waiting when we're godly and content even in difficult circumstances. So you want to trust him, give this to him, and remember the basics because we're getting toward the end of the podcast. So I'm just going to remind you guys, you did a great job of thinking things through, and now it's time to put it into practice, starting with being more like the person your spouse once fell in love with, and then taking the deep breaths to get them on the timeline, get everything big on the timeline of your relationship and leave it with God. Take those deep breaths again if you need to. And then I want you to just actively write down or write into your phone the problems in basic format that the two of you are having together. And last but not least, I want you guys to try actively loving one another in your favorite areas to be loved again. It's going to be fantastic. You're going to find out surprises you never knew about your spouse. And I'd love for you to get a date night in if you can do that as well this week. I'm just going to sneak that in the end because we'll be talking about that really soon. But it's nice on your recharge week to do that. And I'm asking that you try not to bring up any problems this week. So as foreign as that might be to you, I'd like you to stay positive and sit on it and talk it out with a friend if you need to, but to bring in an air of refreshment to the relationship. That is going to be such a gift to the both of you, and I'm really looking forward to connecting with you. If you'd like to email me, you can find me at reflectionscc.com and my email there is Krista, C-H-R-I-S-T-A at reflectionscc.com and if you go to our website and sign up for the email, we have a free gift just for you and I will look forward to talking to you soon on the next Relate R&R series track which is Energizing Your Love Life and I will talk to you soon so thanks so much and have an awesome day guys. Can't wait to hear your great stories. <laughs>